Hello, everyone. I'm Elena Armijo, and I'm the founder of the C-Suite Collective. This is a company I created for executive leadership coaching and wellness that supports C-Suite executives, entrepreneurs, and founders. We support modern companies committed to fostering diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, holistic organizational growth, and generational impact for years to come. Now, more than ever, businesses are running faster and with fewer resources— Burnout, overwhelm, disconnection, and disillusionment are the new norm for teams struggling with an old paradigm. At the C-Suite Collective, we believe deeply that providing massive support for your teams through executive coaching and holistic practices will create an inclusive culture, higher levels of performance, sustainable change, and the organizational impact you desire. You can find us at the c-suitecollective.com. Hey everyone, welcome to our last episode of 2023. I'm so excited to be with you and to say goodbye to 2023 powerfully together. This is just going to be a solo episode today, so sit back and relax. I hope you enjoy the episode today and remember, something powerful resides within you. I'm here to support you in seeing it and creating it. Hey everyone, welcome to the last episode of December 2023. I am honored to sit with you today and share a little bit about the learnings from my year that I've had. At this time of the year, I like to sit down and really think about everything I've created, everything I've experienced, and journal about it and write it out. So I've done some of that work at this point today, and I'm going to do a little bit more next week when I'm officially closing out the year. But I wanted to share some of my thoughts that I am already thinking about. One of the things that has been so powerful for me this year is to slow down in order to go fast. If you all know me or have ever worked with me, you know that I can move pretty quickly, that I bring a lot of rigor and excellence and intention and integrity to what I do. But sometimes I go too fast. This often leaves people feeling like they uh, aren't with me in the same step or they're not in the same conversation with me. It can leave people feeling frustrated that I'm not being clear about expectations. And it can also leave people feeling like they're just never going to get what I'm saying or give me what I want. As a leader, you can imagine that this is detrimental to some because it leaves people behind. So I've really been practicing this year to slow way down and trust that by going slow, we are going to create a foundation that is exceptional. So at the C-Suite Collective, which is the company that I'm, that I'm speaking about specifically, we have really intentionally spent the whole year going slow as we build our foundation. This has looked like getting clear on processes internally, how we onboard people, how we welcome people into the community, what our values are. You know, and we we've had values that we've started the company with, but even redefining them and getting very clear about the definition and what they look like when we practice them with behaviors. We've spent some time really grounding into conversations that we want to bring forward in the world and having vital conversations inside the collective. And some of these have been really messy and not fun, but they mirror us trying to build trust at a new level that will then create belonging in the world. So that's the first thing that I want to share is I had to slow down to go fast. 
The next thing that I was thinking about that I really spent a lot of time intentionally working on is starting internally and working my way outside. So for me personally, this means that I had a coach all year long. I've had a coach nonstop since I started coaching in 2015. So my coach and I worked on a lot of healing from the inside out. So what does that actually mean? Well, it looked like making sure that I was clear on my boundaries this year, uh, that I didn't overexert myself or overextend in ways that didn't support me or that left me burned out. It also looked like confronting pieces about myself that I would consider my shadow or things that I don't necessarily love about myself and integrating them into my world instead of always trying to fix them or change them or have them go away. It also looked like inviting in more support than I've ever had. This was the year that I had a therapist and a coach and a trainer for a little bit before I broke my ankle. And then I had massive medical support uh, to get through the broken ankle. And while a lot of this was really useful, and I'm I'm very aware is a very privileged position to be in to have that kind of support, it was also um, hard to accept that support because some of my core wounds that I've always been working on for the last eight years have been around receiving support and not having to be the one to hold it all all the time. So all that internal work started with me. So by changing me from the inside out or really getting to know me better and loving me at a different level, accepting me at another level, I've been able to lead and serve my people to do the same in a much more expansive way. And that's the whole philosophy that I've been working with with the C-Suite Collective is that if we are practicing and being who we want to be from the inside and doing our work inside the community, that we will be able to bring that to the world. The third thing that was really uh, highlighted this year and made me very excited was that everyone belongs. A lot of the inclusion and belonging work that we've worked through this year has been trying things, a little bit like throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks and what doesn't work at all. (laughs) And it's in an attempt to learn more and be more curious as opposed to getting it right. So a lot of the conversations I've been in have been around, can we hear people's viewpoints? Can we have people in a room that disagree and still be in relationship together? Can we still talk about things and come to agreements even though we don't think the exact same way? And this is a conversation that I think, you know, people have been in for a very long time and it's probably not new to you as a listener. But it's something we forget when emotions get high or the world gets heated or in conflict, like we're seeing everywhere. We forget that connection and love and belonging is at the heart of every human being. So it's been really fun to play with what does that look like inside a company and what does it actually create when we empower it from that lens. The fourth thing I've been thinking a lot about has been celebrating the journey and not the goals. I have not been great at this this year. As a matter of fact, with my coach, what I created was a practice where every day in December, I am celebrating who I've been or something that I've created along the way that has me really see myself. So one of the pitfalls of my world is that I I am a high achiever. I'm a high performer and I do a lot of amazing things in the world. And I have a high capacity to hold a lot of things. 
And I'm not so great about acknowledging myself along the way or celebrating along the way what that actually takes. So it's a bit of a tricky uh, brain meld here to think about because some people think if you stop and celebrate, that's how you, your ego gets out of whack or you're, you're not in check with being humble or, um, you know, there's that acknowledgement is bragging. And what I really slowed down to understand this year is that if you step over the celebration piece, then you're cutting out joy in your own experience and existence. So acknowledgement doesn't have anything to do with anybody but yourself. So I really invite you to think about what it would be like to celebrate the journey. Celebrate the fact that you showed up and you did what you said you were going to do. Or celebrate the fact that you are doing your best every day. Whatever that ends up being for you, take a look and see if you're cutting out some of that celebration. Another thing that I thought about last January, uh, January 2023, was to simplify my goals. So I'm the kind of girl that will sit down and at some point in the holiday break or during the first quarter, I'll create an entire list of things that I think I need to accomplish for the next year. And usually they're pretty heavy in the doing category and they're not, uh, they're all things that I want to get done, which, you know, is kind of where I come from when I'm in overdrive. And one of my coaches said to me, hey, what if you just simplified this down to the top five things this year? And that was the focus. And there was a piece of me that was like, no, because if there's only five things, that doesn't mean I've done enough in the world, uh, which is, you know, my old, my old gremlin on my shoulder. So what I noticed is when I chose to empower it that way, the top five things that I chose to give attention and time to really blossomed beautifully this year. And now looking back in December, I'm grateful for the time that I gave them and the presence that I gave them because I was able to uh, see the whole blooming of the journey. If I had empowered 25 things on my to-do list, I might've gotten through them all, but I'm pretty sure that I would still be exhausted and I wouldn't have seen the full blooming capability of that one goal. So simplifying to see the entire process and be part of the process, as opposed to a bunch of stuff on your list that are to-dos that you just need to scratch off before the end of the year. And the last thing I want to speak about is gratitude. I am so present to how much help I have in my life and how fortunate I am to have a loving family, to have Aaron, to have my pups, to have my friends, my colleagues a team that is incredible beyond what I could ever imagine, and my clients. And I think that gratitude is such a simple way to ground yourself in the magic of the world and what you yourself can create. So I really want to send a big thank you to everyone in my circles who supports me every single day and to you, the listeners, for listening to this show all year. I hope that you've learned something from the conversations or gotten something for yourself. I hope some of them have moved you. And I hope that you see in yourself how you belong and how similar we all are together. I want to wish you a wonderful end to the year and a peaceful and gentle start to 2024. May you rest and refill your cup and enter gently into the new year and all the possibility that a new year brings. Happy Holidays.